Hey you guys, welcome back. Happy 2023. I can't believe it is a new year already and I hope you're just feeling pumped and excited about it. Like I know we don't have to get all like, oh new year, new me, like let's change everything. But like I hope you're going into 2023 thinking like, you know what, this is another year for me to you know, be the best version of myself, be kind to myself, set some goals that I hope are realistic and small and smart goals and something that makes you feel good about yourself, not something that puts you down because you feel like you have to do it. <clears throat> uh, weight loss goals, those are goals that definitely put you down. But I hope you have goals that empower you and excite you. Um, but that's just a side note. Anyways, 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 I have a big announcement first before we jump into the topic of this podcast, and that announcement is that my Etsy shop is officially open. I can't believe it. I've mentioned it maybe once or twice. Um, I've kind of kept it on the down low, and you know, it's just a totally new world for me, and it's officially open. The link will be in the show notes. It's called Empowered by Miranda, and I have these cool, like, body-positive, faith-based stickers on there. I have, like, this 37-page downloadable um, devotional. That's a body body confidence devotional. It is, like, the one that I created for my Facebook page, but, like, on steroids, basically. Like, it is... I spent a lot of time doing it. It is it is in-depth and, I don't know, I think it's pretty cool. That's why I'm selling it on my Etsy page. Um, and then I have some faith-based um, body confidence affirmations. And then also I have, like, these um, faceless drawings that I'm doing that I've really enjoyed. And I've done them for a couple of my friends and they suggested that I sell them on my Etsy page. And one of the reasons why I really like doing it is because I love capturing like the bodies of real women. I feel like when you see art, um, like, like when you're looking up like little paintings or drawings of of women all these women have like the same body size and I love doing this um, portrait because it's just capturing all the different bodies of women and just how realistic and different and beautiful every woman's body is and I love just capturing that in these portraits so like I said I'll put the link in my show notes if you guys want to go check out my Etsy page I really appreciate it if you guys want to like follow my shop or maybe screenshot it and like post it on your Instagram stories or something but I'm just really excited to have a new platform to spread my love of Jesus and ditching diet culture and finding food freedom and just being a confident woman so yes I'm super excited and I hope you guys I hope you guys check it out and that you like it as well. But anyways, let's talk about um, what today's podcast is going to be. And this is how I got into this topic. So my mom and I were shopping and we were looking at baby clothes. And it's crazy because my baby is six months and he's already wearing 12, 12 months and up 
clothing, even though he's technically six months, okay? Um, and then when I was trying on shoes today, there was a pair of shoes that was like literally two sizes bigger than my normal size. And it was like, it fit. And I was like, this is just so weird. Like these sizes, like what are, the, what's the history behind sizes? Because I mean, my six month old is wearing 12 month old clothing and that's not like abnormal. Like if you have a kid or shop for a kid, like it's really normal for them to wear clothes that are above what it says their age is. Um, so I just want to kind of dive into the history of clothing sizes so we kind of understand it a little more. So this is a really long intro, but <laughs> that is what today's episode is going to be about. Let's get into it. Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. You know what is so strange? I think it's weird that like with babies, when they wear size of clothing that's much bigger than I guess where they're quote-unquote supposed to be like we're excited about it like we brag about it like oh my six-month-old is wearing 12-month-old clothing like oh my gosh he's um so big and people are like oh he's so well fed or such a big boy and like we take that as a compliment so at what point in our life do we decide that being big or wearing clothes that are bigger than we're quote-unquote supposed to wear is not ideal when does that turn bad I guess and it just it's just something that reminds me that all these expectations and standards and um just our mental framework around sizes and clothes and all this diet culture stuff like is literally made up like we decided that babies being big is good. And you know what? That's probably something we've held on to for years and years and years because that means that your baby's getting enough to eat. Your baby is healthy, which explains why in other cultures, big equals beautiful because it means that, you know, you are maybe wealthier than others. You're able to afford more food. And I mean, I don't know all the science and history behind that, but I do know that other cultures, but also um, like long, long time ago, um, back in the day, like, I don't know, hundreds of years ago, if you were bigger, you were probably like a king or a queen because it meant that you could afford to eat more food. And it, now we're at a time where that's not what it stands for anymore. So I kind of wanted to dive into the history of clothing sizes because like it's obviously super made up like someone decided one day to make up these clothing sizes and now we like compare our worth to it like thinking oh if I'm a size 2 I'm more worthy than if I'm a size 12 and I'm just like where did these sizes even come from 
So I will put the link to this article so you guys can look at it if you want to. I will put that in the show notes so you guys can reference it. But I just thought it was a really interesting article looking back at the history of women's clothes size. So what this article was saying that I guess back um, back before like 1940, um, our sizes were based off of age, which makes sense because that's how baby clothing is. Like, oh, what size does your baby wear? And you're like, oh, my baby wears three-month clothing or 12-month clothing, whatever. And that's how it used to be. Like, if you wore a size 16, it would be for a 16-year-old. And these sizes were based strictly off of a woman's bust measurement. So, they just kind of assumed that, like in this article it said, they assumed that all 13-year-old girls um, had a 36-inch bust. And this is obviously not true because um, we all have different bust sizes no matter what our age is. Like, I'm sure you can find a 12-year-old. I'm sure you can find many (laughs) 12-year-olds with bigger bust sizes than me. So to assume that my size is um, the same as a 12 year old just because you're basing it off of your bust is ridiculous. But I guess it kind of makes sense back then because what were women wearing? They were wearing like big conservative modest dresses. So size wasn't really a big deal. And everyone knew how to sew back then, right? Like everyone could hem or tailor or bring in or bring out or whatever their clothes. So, you know, most people were probably making their, making their clothes back then. Um, but yeah, that's just crazy to think that we can just base a size off of your bust size, but that's where it started. And like I said, makes sense if all you're doing is wearing, um, a muumuu essentially. (laughs) So then What happened next is they decided to take 15,000 women and collect their data, so all their measurements, and analyze it, but like not with a computer. So that must have been a very long project because they did not use computers. Um, But yeah, 15,000 women and took all these different measurements to get an average of of all these women so you can come up with a better, I don't know, just better clothing sizes because I guess it's the average. Like, oh, you know, if this size means you can fit this clothing and blah, 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 whatever, right? But here's the flaw in that was they didn't really get a good sample because most of the women who volunteered were um, lower class. So they were smaller going back to um, what I said in the beginning, how um, it used to be like your size was an indicator of your wealth. So back then the um, smaller, the smaller women were typically lower class and that it was only like it was only white women. There wasn't, um, they didn't take the measurements of other women as well. So it wasn't very inclusive at all. So basically 15,000 skinny white women (laughs) were, were their, um, sample for all the women in the United States. So hello, huge giant flaw. And they didn't even use a computer. 
So, I don't know, that sounds, there's just so many things wrong with this, right? And they also only assumed that women had an hourglass figure. And not every woman has an hourglass figure. There are so many different shapes of women. So, so that's just another flaw that, <laughs> that we can add to the list of women's clothing sizes. But wait, you guys, it gets better. Years later, they decided to like reanalyze um, the clothing sizes and redo the measurements. But this time their sample came from women in the military. <laughs> so now they were taking these samples from women that were basically fitter than the average woman because they were in the military. So, you know, that's a pretty safe assumption that on average, these women um, are smaller than women who are not in the military. So now those sizes were based off of this, uh, this just dumb population sample. Like it, <laughs> we went from all um, lower class white women to now um, women who are in the military. Like who is, who is taking these samples? Who is picking the population to sample and make these sizes? It, it makes no sense. Like you think they would have learned, but whatever. So yeah, they now that's, this was in 1958. So that's where those sizes came from. And then in the 1980s, the department of commerce just withdrew their clothing size standards. And then a new organization, um, called ASTM International, they made their own sizing tables and that was in 1995. And then um, just the ideal body for women were changing. So then the sizes were changing. And something that I thought was really interesting was that it said, um, it, this is a quote in this article, and it says, we went from size 16 being a model in the 40s to 12 in the 60s. Marilyn Monroe was a 12 in the 60s, which would now be a size six. So these these sizes are just changing. They're just, they're, they're made up. So of course they're changing when different um, organizations decide to like, oh, now this is, this size is going to be um, this size now. And yeah, that's, that's why things are just always changing and so, so dumb. But anyways, after a while, um, stores just decided I'm going to make up my own sizing charts. So that's what they're doing. And that's why when you go to one store, you'll wear one size and then you go to a different store and you wear a different size. But you know, we're all going to Target and TJ Maxx that has a bunch of different com companies inside, right? So now all the sizes are different. So this is why we don't need to hold on so tight to what size we wear. Remember, Clothes are supposed to fit us. We are not supposed to fit clothes. And another thing that is like so weird and messed up in our brains is like we're the only ones who know what size we're wearing. We don't walk around with a giant tag on the outside of our clothes that say like I'm wearing a size large or I'm wearing a size small. Like the only person really who knows what size we're wearing is us. And it was meant to help us find clothes that fit better. It was just supposed to be 
this is also pointing us in the right direction, but now we base our worth or our just our everything, our mood off of these clo- clothing sizes. If you go to the store and you go to, you go into Target and you want to get a pair of jeans and normally you wear a size, let's say 12 and you go in and the 12 doesn't fit and you try a 14 and the 14 doesn't fit. And then now you're wearing a 16. You are probably going to feel bad about yourself because that is what society has taught us. But instead, wouldn't you rather look good in a bigger size of jeans than wear a smaller size just because it's the normal size that you wear and it not fit you right and it not be flattering? Like, you're the only person who knows what size that you're wearing. So why do we obsess about it? And like like this article has proven, these sizes are made up. They're arbitrary. They, oh my gosh, they're always changing everyone's body is different. Back in the day, it was all based off of your bust size. And everyone's body is so differently shaped. Not every woman has an hourglass figure. Not every woman has a big butt or a flat butt or, you know, broad shoulders or maybe a slender waist. Like all of our bodies are so different. So stop caring if you don't fit the same clothing size as you did in high school when you were a child. (laughs) You are a full-grown woman now and if you are someone who is in high school and you're listening to this like your body is going to change. It is changing and it will continue to change throughout your life. My body has currently changed because I just had a baby and I can be hard on myself or expect myself to bounce back because that's what diet culture has taught us and that's what society tells us that we should do. But no, do not listen to it. So I hope your biggest takeaway from this is to really stop caring about clothing sizes and just find what fits you because... Every, every size is literally made up. The sample sizes are ridiculous, <laughs> obviously flawed. Um, and like, don't let these things take over your life. This is just one little example. You can also talk about what the scale says and you know, that's flawed. Our BMI, another thing that's made up and super flawed. These things are basically just meant to be tools to kind of help us a little and maybe point us in the right direction, but we have done the complete opposite and made them define us instead of let let just let them help us and be a tool. But yes, that is what I just wanted you guys to know, especially going into the new year. I really hope you don't have a goal of maybe being a smaller pant size or maybe if you're trying to um, gain weight, maybe being a bigger pants, like would stop basing any progress off of made up numbers like um, clothing size. But just just be aware, just know and don't let clothing sizes control your emotions or how you feel about yourself because you are worthy and you are loved and you are beautifully created and God, God doesn't make mistakes. So you are not a mistake. He made you with a purpose and your purpose isn't to be a certain pant size your whole life. So yeah, that is it for today's episode, you guys. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a great start to this new year. Just please remember to be kind to yourself and to just give yourself grace. And remember, you do not need to be perfect. 
you are already enough because that is how God made you. You are enough just who you are. All right, please, please, please leave me a review. If you guys enjoy listening to my podcast, it means so much. And do not forget to check out my Etsy page. All right, you guys, I will catch you next week. Have an amazing day. Thank you.